0: Well, it is my honor to be chatting again with Ursula Darby, Psychic Medium. The last time we had a podcast with Ursula, I can't tell you the amount of people who contacted me afterwards, and they were just fascinated with what you had to say. So, Ursula, welcome to the show again. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's uh, fantastic. And just to recap... Uh, Our last conversation, we were talking about this amazing gift that you have, and you're very upfront. You say to people, I don't call it a gift. It's something I can teach you how to do. But you are able to connect with those who have passed on. Um, And you used a great example. You said, just think, you know, Long Island Medium, uh, where you have something called a gathering. You have a group of people together. And then you do a reading, much like the Long Island Medium. Am I right? Absolutely. 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 So uh, tell us uh, about this, first of all, this spirit gathering. You call it a spirit gathering, right? When you have a, a group of people and you, uh, and you read them, right? You get, uh, uh, you get messages from loved ones and maybe not loved ones as well, I'm guessing. I'm guessing there's some voices that come in there that people would rather not hear from. Is that right? <laughs> Uh, Well, I I mean, there's a lot of descriptions um,
1: that people will talk about a gathering. So if we talk about John Edwards, he calls it a gallery. Mm -hmm. Um, With uh, Teresa Caputo, I'm not quite sure how she describes it, um, but I call it a spirit gathering. So it's a gathering of people together, um, set up most times I've done them privately. So I've done a private spirit gathering or publicly. So privately is set in someone's home. I go to their space and I give messages from the other side. So like you said um, I can connect to everybody and anybody I mean I'm not dialing up Marilyn Monroe every day but I mean I'm going to connect to whoever's connected to you but also you have to remember too that spirit sees around the bend of time so they can kind of see into the future for things so they already know that when someone has booked a gathering with me they're waiting until that day and that time they're going to bring as many others in spirit with them to pass messages on so it's like a trumpet's been blown and everyone's like, okay, listen, we're heading here. We're going to Mrs. Brown's house. This is going to be a big party. It's going to be great. So I've actually messaged people about uh, neighbors, um, friends that are in spirit to let them know they're okay or to pass a message on to someone else.
0: So it's like a piggyback. Ooh, that raises a good question then. Could you contact Marilyn Monroe if you wanted to? I mean, I guess I could if I
1: wanted to, but you you can't really you can't demand spirit to be at a certain space. So that's a part of being a medium that isn't really measured by science. I mean, clients can come to me and say, listen, I, I don't want to hear from anyone else but my dad. Hmm. And that's, I, I can't
0: select that. I invite them in to work with me.
1: I remain open to it. And whoever shows up is exactly who's supposed to be there at that time.
0: Okay, so when you do these spirit gatherings, when you do these, these galleries for a number of people and you start to hear... Uh, messages from, quote-unquote, the other side. Are some people's relatives pushier than others people other people's relatives? Like, what if my aunt who passed on is this nice, quiet person, then my friend's aunt is, like, this totally mouthy, pushy person? How does my aunt get her word in edgewise? <laughs> she has to fight for it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Even on the other side, people have to fight to be heard.
1: Well, well you know what? This is how I perceive it. Um, For me, when I'm working, I literally stand in front of the room um, and I call it opening up, you know, without using a better description, is I invite everyone who's connected to everyone in the room in front of me. In spirit to be there, so that means everyone. That means uh, friends, neighbors, cousins, you know, closest relations, partners, whatever those things are, as well as your your family that are that are animals and spirit pets too, and and whoever shows up is exactly who I give messages to. So um, I see, hear, and feel. So I, I use it all in combination. I'm having a conversation in my head with spirit. And with you, the sitter, sitting in front of me out loud. So there's a whole bunch of things going on. So think about me talking to you, messaging you. But at the same time as I'm talking to you, I'm listening and feeling, smelling, tasting spirit who's all around me. So I'm crowded. They don't line up and go, okay, so I'm just going to stand and call call them row A. And you go (laughs) on B. They don't do that. They clamor over me. And you will hear me messaging people and say, okay, so I have, and I may or may not get names. So I'm going to use an example. So I say, you know, I have a gentleman named Keith. Now I'm hearing someone who's talked about the year 1964. If I'm getting a year, that's the year they're telling me that they were surpassing or a part of their birth. Now I'm t- now someone wants to talk about Fort Lauderdale. These are all not connected to each other, but someone in the room is going to go, oh, I was just in Fort Lauderdale yesterday. Someone else is going to say, my uncle's name is Keith in spirit. And someone else is going to take the 1964. So as I go to those people and start to message them, I'm going to get interrupted again by everyone else who's in spirit in the room. So I keep messaging and give as much clarity and details, but at the same time, it sounds like this. So Let's talk about the conversation in my head and the conversation out loud. So let's talk about, hi, you know, I've got your Uncle Keith here. This is what he's talking about. He's talking about the time he fell off the diving board and smacked his head off the, off the bottom of the pool. Everybody had that big emergency. Oh, my gosh, she's totally did that. At the same time when I'm passing that message, I'm also hearing, hi, hi, my name's Sharon. Hi, um, I'm Gordon. Um, I just want to wanna talk to my granddaughter. She's in the room. She's, she, her, 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 her granddaughter just turned four. Uh, and I'm hearing all of these other conversations weeding through them as I'm talking wow, to the wow. person sitting in front of me.
0: Um, do you hear, uh, are, are, their voices the same as if they were alive? Like, can you discern between a, a woman's voice and a man's voice? If someone is Italian or someone's, uh, you know, Irish, do their voices sound like they do here? Or does it just sound like a message? Like just a, uh, you know, all the voices sound the same, but they say, Hey, I'm so-and-so's aunt, please tell her I'm trying to reach her.
1: Um, there's a bunch of different things. Um, I remain open to it all the time because I never know what's going to happen. So if I had the belief that everyone had to talk a certain way, then that's, I'm sure that's how I would perceive it. Mm. So it's my voice. It's my voice that I'm hearing, but I got to tell you, I only speak English. We learned French growing up, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't speak French. Uh, I have spoken four other languages when I'm messaging people at different times. Um, I have spoken French. I have spoken uh, Serbian, I have spoken Italian, and I've spoken Spanish.
0: Okay, so right now people are going, this is phenomenal. They might be a little bit freaked out, and they shouldn't be freaked out because you're not freaked out. I mean, you've said that when someone contacts you to do a reading with, say, their aunt, that you've actually had stuff moving around in your house the night before, the night before you do the interview with this with this relative, am I uh, am I right?
1: Yeah, sometimes they do. Uh, they don't do it all the time because I got rules. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't like strange people in my house. I don't like strange spirits in my house. So, <laughs> uh, but you know what? You got to remember that when you're alive or when you're past, because you you are still alive. You're an energy. You just don't have a body. Is that? you're the same personality. So if you didn't respect boundaries when you were alive, my friend, you're not doing it when you're in spirit. So yes, most definitely I have had people visit me. Um, I think one of the most vivid ones was a couple years ago. Um, I was living in the countryside, and I had a group reading the next day, and I was woken up in the middle of the night. Um, I live alone, (laughs) lucky me. Um, And I had a banging on the bathroom door just outside of my bedroom door. So I woke up to the banging, and I thought, oh, oh my God, Um, there's someone in my house. Because I couldn't recognize right away if it was spirit or someone coming into my home. Hmm. So I turned the light on. I said out loud, if you're in spirit, you need to go. My bedroom door, which swung towards me, that's how it opened, was closed. It opened and swung all the way open to me.
0: Whoa. (laughs) It's like, oh, "Oh, this isn't good. There's someone going to walk in here. (laughs)
1: I've had those moments where I haven't afraid, but it was someone who was who wanted my attention. They they were that strong in spirit that they could energetically get my attention that way. And I said, "I'm not having this. This isn't cool with me. It's four in the morning. Thanks, thanks for waking me up. Um, but but I'm I'm going to talk to your family tomorrow. You're just going to have to wait until four o'clock in that appointment. I'm not doing this right now." <laughs> and and they stopped. They stopped. But wow, that was scary for me. And I mean, I'm not afraid of it. But I mean, when those kinds of things are happening, it, it's hard to discern the difference.
0: I'm chatting with Ursula Darby, a psychic medium. She is amazing. Her website is UrsulaDarby.com. Now, I know you at home, you're thinking... How can I get a hold of Ursula? Ursula does uh, private readings for individuals, but she also does group readings for groups between 8 and 15 people. She will come to your uh, your house, your location. She will do those readings. But uh, she's actually doing a, quote-unquote, public reading, and this is in Burlington. Tell us about that. Sure. Um, Thursday, January 29th,
1: I am hosting a public spirit gathering, so anyone uh, can buy tickets. It's it's limited seating, though, so just be aware of that, and over half the tickets have already been sold. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting for me. Uh, it, it's from 7 till 8.30 p.m., but just so the uh, people listening know, I don't always stick to a timeline, because spirit kind of has an agenda, and, and I don't, so... <laughs> Uh, I, I'll go, I'll work up to two hours so, so we'll see what happens because it often ten, tends to go on further right because you know grandma grandpa whoever else is around who wants to talk they, I don't like cutting them off it's kind of strange so uh, I, I give it my all
0: okay and so again this is happening January 29th at 7 p.m. yep okay. seventeen thirty p.m. and that, that's at uh, 406 Guelph Line Burlington okay okay and what is the name of the venue again
1: It doesn't have a name outside of it. Ooh, spooky.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing spooky about my
1: job. Stop it already.
0: (laughs) It's a haunted mansion.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no. We're going to work in the dark. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. That's like watching a paranormal investigation show. That stuff is a joke,
0: too.
1: Uh, Oh, really?
0: Really? I'm so opinionated about my work. Yes, tell me about it. So you think (laughs) that those shows, the the paranormal shows, the investigative, uh, the shows where they bring in a medium and the medium seeing something, you don't think that's real?
1: I, I mean, I'm not going to question the medium unless, of course, I'm watching this show to see accuracies because all all mediums and all psychics work differently. I, I can respect that and understand that. I'm not out here to poo-poo anybody. However, what I don't like about a paranormal investigation group is that often they won't have an intuitive that's in the group or a medium in the group. And and what they're doing is they they're using different tools to measure energy, which, of course, I've told you before, energy can't be destroyed, and that's how messages and information from spirit come through. What I find amusing is that they, they film all these shows at night in the dark, which is ridiculous because really, dude, spirit's around all the time. Uh, uh, <laughs> let's, let's get this clear. I mean, they're not just going to show up in the dark, right? So, I mean, they don't glow. I mean, they're not painted in some fluorescent color. I mean, it's just so stupid to me. So what they do is that they use um, infrared cameras so they can see temperature changes. Okay, fine. That's cool. Um, they'll use something called an EVP. Uh, It's called an electronic voice phenomena, where they digitally record uh, voices and they show up after if they've asked questions about spirit. So the recording of it makes sense to me because, you know, spirit's not, you're not going to be able to hear them right away. And then it shows up. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. But the most ridiculous comments they make are this, this. It's the strangest thing. You know, we've been in this building for half an hour and we've done these recordings. We've asked about who's here and and they've answered us on this recording. It's amazing. You know what? There must be a really intelligent spirit. <laughs> hey, dum-dum, that's Uncle Joe. He's been following you the whole time. <laughs> it's not the haunted location. Right? I mean, they're around you all. That really, get your head. Right, here we go. We're not even going to go. Well, I'm not going to say expletives. Anyway it's just so silly to me. So silly that they must
0: be intelligent. Of course they are. They're your peeps. <laughs> totally. Okay, so that made you raised a really good point. So our relatives who have passed on, they could come visit us anywhere because they're like you said, they're following us around, correct?
1: Well, I mean, I'm not going to say that they, you know, like they're on camp out waiting for you to talk to them. They're not doing <laughs> that. Um they they I call it visitation. So they visit you. Um like um I mean, I don't think they're around all the time because really I think what I think is ironic that I talk to my guide, John, the most when I'm in the bathtub.
0: Mm
1: And I'm not doing it because he's watching me in the tub. I'm doing it (laughs) because I'm sitting in water. So (laughs) water conducts energy. So it's a really good element for me. It actually helps me clear my aura and my energy so I can talk to him. I find I calm myself down much faster. But what I'm saying is that your family or friends in spirit visit you at various times. I mean, mean, you can measure it by these tools that are used by paranormal investigators. However, it just, they make all of these assumptions and, and make opinions when they're not actually talking to spirit. They're just making, you know, they're just pulling things out of thin air. You're like, if this is Mrs. Brown's house and it's been haunted since 1952, you know, oh, my goodness, I can't believe we must have connected to Mrs. Brown. Well, no, you're either talking to someone else's spirit who's walked through the building or someone who was on the property before. You can't destroy energy. So it could have been from hundreds of years ago that you're measuring someone's energetic spirit that's in the home. It could be anyone. Unless you can converse or connect to them, don't don't make these outrageous opinions or ideas because you just don't know.
0: Right. So you're saying it's energy. It may not be Mrs. Brown. It could be be James Brown for all you know, right? (laughs) Right. You're like, I'm feeling some music. I'm feeling (laughs) crazy. He's not feeling so good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm chatting with Ursula Darby at UrsulaDarby.com. She's a psychic medium. As you can tell, she's a very normal woman. Cool person, and she's actually doing a public gathering, a public spirit gathering in Burlington, uh, January 29th, next Thursday at 7 p.m. Tickets are only $30, they're already halfway sold out. So make sure you go to her website and contact her at ursuladarby.com because uh, she really, really is amazing. Now, Ursula, you do a number of things, you do these spirit gatherings for for groups where you'll go to somebody's house and uh, it could be between eight and 15 people. But then you also, and this is what I think is so neat about you, you say, you know what, this isn't a gift. This isn't anything special. This is something that anybody can do. And I can teach you how to do that. I think that's really, really cool. So tell us about your classes that you offer. and, And where are these classes, by the way?
1: Sure. Uh, First of all, I like that you call me normal. There's no measurement of normal.
0: (laughs) That's true. That's true. I mean, and it's me calling you normal, and I'm not that normal. So, yeah. Off scale. Consider the source. (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, I teach classes
1: uh, both in Hamilton and Burlington. So, I teach at uh, Apple. Oh, my goodness. Apple. Wow. Because I was driving today, Mm -hmm. I've got these different names. This is what happens to an intuitive. I'm hearing different names now because I'm sitting and talking to you.
0: Uh-oh. So, uh oh. So, yeah. Uh, uh, I was on Apple. Hey, Bees don't! Line, I so hope none it. of those scary spirits come over to my house. They're like, hey, you know what? Like, you're I'm screwing Ursula now. up. I'm sending them now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't even say that.
1: <laughs> I'm magical, but I'm not that magical. Okay. Uh, Apple Tree Wellness, health and wellness in um, Hamilton. It's on Charlton Avenue. Uh, 409 Charlton Avenue West, and I also teach in Burlington, actually the same location of the the public spirit gathering, so 406 Guelph Line in Burlington. So I teach at both, Um, and you're right, I mean I don't consider myself special, maybe special in certain ways because I'm a little nutty, but I mean I don't consider this being a gift which often friends or or people that I've worked with say that that's what it is. it just so happens that I've, it's something that was something that came naturally when I was younger and, and I've worked on developing it so it's like going to the gym I mean if you don't work out you're not going to get stronger so this isn't something that I sit around and, and you know call out to the ethers and say let's do this um, I work at this you know this isn't something that I pause and go oh I'm just gonna take a break from it I don't um, it, it's something that I work at all the time so with students um, what I'm excited about is that people uh, when I'm teaching class they don't put two and two together with their intuition because often as adults, we wanna use a lot of judgment and opinions and, and make excuses for something that's happened or find another reason for it. So that looks like this. Um, I taught a class recently and um, I, had, I had everyone in class read each other and use something called psychometry. So psychometry is holding something of someone else's. So it could be jewelry, uh, it could be a picture, Um, it it could be a piece of clothing, Um, it could be any of those things. And the picture can be in an envelope so they don't see it. So um, we exchanged pieces of jewelry and that kind of stuff, but it was all pulled out of a hat so no one knew whose was whose. Uh, And this woman had sat there and said, "Um, I'm seeing the color orange, and and I'm being told it's an orange journal. And the woman who was reading the other one, that was what she'd given her. And so the woman receiving it says, an orange journal, And, and so... The student says, "Yeah, an orange journal." She goes, "Well, it's not exactly orange," and she picks up this person's purse on the floor beside her. She goes, "It, it looks more like this—this this burnt orange color on the floor." <laughs> it's oh, wow! That it, orange. This <laughs> is <just laughs> another variant of the color orange, but exactly. but it was uh, So,
0: how long does it take for people taking your class before they can connect with the other side?
1: Uh, well, they could do it immediately, to be honest. It's immediate. It's not something minor. It's not something I bring to their attention right away. Um, When I say that is that the more that you meditate and the more that you pay attention to your thoughts, that's what affects your opinions and how you see things. That's your filter. That's how you see the world. Um, And that's what I teach in development. You know, you don't have to meditate and, and try to read things when you leave class. I mean, you could walk down the street and read someone who walks by. I mean, it's a focus and it's the tools that I give you to be able to do it. Not that you want to go and read strangers, because that's kind of odd. But you're able to use the tools that I give you during the first three sets of classes where you can read anyone on your own or, or, you know, offer to read someone else or offer to even try to read yourself to get some kind of direction for you.
0: What percentage of students that take your classes are able to read something by the end of those classes? All of them. 100%. Really? All of them all of them and what's the most or one of the most phenomenal things that even surprised you about one of your students (laughs) Uh, (laughs) and can you say it on the air sure (laughs) (laughs) uh
1: okay so yeah oh this is not good no kidding um i had a student a few years ago who um was very detached in class um she kept putting herself down saying i can't do this you know, this isn't for me. She kept coming back. She she was always there every single class. But she kept saying, I can't do this. I can't do this. So the same idea. I had the class. There was about 14 or 15 students at the time. Um, I had the class do psychometry again. So they didn't know that they were holding someone else's item or whose that item was. So uh, she starts to read. and And I get everyone to write it down after the meditation. So you meditate. And then you hold the item. And then you get the information. And you write it down like a journal. So I asked for her feedback, and she said, you know what, I'm, I'm not good at this. I'm this terrible. I just, all I can say is that I smell burnt toast. Hmm. So we, we all burst out laughing from that commercial from years ago. Doctor, I smell burnt toast. Um, and it turns out, I said, hold the item up. Whose is it? it? It turns out it was the person sitting next to her. And that morning before class, that student who she read actually burnt her toast. She was bang on correct. She she could smell it, she could see it, everything and she thought oh this is ridiculous and and she turned it into something that it wasn't. She said you know I, I can't do this. That's the point of reading, of learning how to read and tap in is that it is exactly what you get. It's exactly what you perceive. It's correct every single time and even if it's not detailed like I said you know oh my goodness I've got your uncle Frank and he's telling me that he worked in the Navy You know, well, that's that takes time to practice to do that. That's mediumship. But I mean, if you sit down and say, I keep seeing a bricklayer and then and then woman says, I'm a a bricklayer. You're like, get out of here. That's crazy. Really? Well, yeah, because it's that clear. It is that clear and that simple that we want to complicate everything in our lives.
0: I'm chatting with Ursula Darby, UrsulaDarby.com. She's a psychic medium. She is phenomenal, and she does public gatherings. Uh, She does these public spirit gatherings. She's having one in Burlington that is already halfway sold out. If you would like tickets, um, they're $30. You can go to UrsulaDarby.com. And she also does readings of people's houses. If you want to have a group reading, you want to have a group spirit gathering, she does up to 15 people. Um, And she also does individual readings. And finally, she teaches, because that's why I thought Ursula was so neat. She just said, this is not a gift. This is just something that I do, and I can teach you how to do it. So, uh, you know, check out Ursula's website. She is uh, wonderful. She teaches classes. She teaches these classes in Burlington and Hamilton, and uh, she's just such an easy person to talk to. You can tell right away, just hearing her, how uh, she's not, you know, spooky and anything like that well you are kind of spooky but people don't know that <laughs> <laughs> but you're really really cool you breathe you breathe, you breathe new fret you breathe new air into something that a lot of people go oh I don't want to do that I just think it's uh, I think that's really cool so again it's UrsulaDarby.com. we will be chatting another time we've got to go right now but Ursula thank you so much for chatting with me this afternoon thanks again for having me I appreciate it